And, you know, when you look at nature and when nature goes through wintertime, it looks dead on the outside. <laughs> Some of us do look dead in the outside. But what's happening underneath and within on the plants is like so much growth and stimulation and new life that's happening. And it's the same with us. You're listening to Secrets of a Bridal Seamstress podcast. I'm your host, Nadine Bozeman. In this podcast, I'm sharing business systems and strategies specifically tailored to the bridal sewing industry so you can build your own modern and profitable bridal alterations business. Join me as I also get to chat with fellow seamstresses and share their personal success stories. I'm so glad you're here and that we can grow together in this unique trade. Hello and happy new year. Welcome to 2023, our first episode of 2023. We're only a few days into the new year, so I hope it's been good to you so far. And um, we're in a really sweet season as bridal seamstresses. Um, We have a little rest season upon us. So that is what this episode is going to be all about, is embracing that rest and rejuvenation. And I know, as I mentioned before in last week's episode, um, to our friends in the Southern Hemisphere, I know that you are actually in the thick of your busy season, so this will be the second episode that you have to tuck away for later and then come back and listen to once things uh, settle down in your neck of the woods. But for those of us up north, we are experiencing this really sweet time of just a slower schedule, and we know how precious it is because in a few short months, things are going to be popping again, and you know we'll be right back into it. And I got to say, um, this topic of rest goes against everything within me that loves a new year because I love a fresh start. I love setting new goals. I could literally listen to you talk about your goals like all day, every day. It is so inspiring and I get so excited and I love writing my to-do list and I love finding, you know, my new inspirational quotes that I'm going to put on my mirror throughout the year. And it's just like very, very exciting time, but rest is also very exciting and important. So I'm going against the grain here, my own grain, to uh, talk about just how special this season is and how we can make the most of it. Because, you know, when we first come out of our busy season, you know, and then we get through the holidays and it's like, okay, everything is over and it's all of a sudden really quiet. And the first week and a half, at least for me, there was a lot of couch time, right? So I was like sleeping in, I took naps, I read a few books, I started watching Call the Midwife from the beginning again, because I love that show. You know, there's maybe some binging happening on your couch as well. You're revisiting an old show or starting something new. And trust me, that is super valuable, right? Our bodies literally need to like tune out. But then it's like, okay, we can't do that for two whole months. So some of you are are getting ahead on your work. Maybe you're making um, like your batch creating social media posts. I see a lot of you are updating your websites, which is very exciting. And that is like not a small task. So this is a great time of year to get on top of that. Uh, I have reconnected with my friend uh, Marie Kondo, and I'm going through all the rooms of the house and, you know, tidying up. And it's very exciting. Right now, I'm in the middle of it in my office. So I'm going through, you you know, the fabric stashes and my yarn and figuring out like, am I really going to make this obscure craft? <laughs> or do I just, you know, call it a day and make the donation? It's I 
it's a fun time to like clear things out and prep ahead and just give yourself that fresh start. And after I'm done with my office, I'm going to head to the bedroom, go through my closet, go through my dresser, all that stuff. So fresh start, new year, new me. I know that phrase is like no longer trendy, but I can't help it because I still love it. Anyway, so for me, this is, you know, a type of rest too, is just cleaning things out, feeling like I'm getting ahead. And that may be the case for you. This is just like a great reset for your mind and body. So to help you with that or encourage you with that, I want to give you four additional ideas to make the most of this sweet season, embrace the rest and restoration that comes during this time of year. And these items do not include sleeping. So I know you already have that one down. <laughs> so my, my goal too is that maybe some of these suggestions can be something that you hold with you even as the busy season begins. Because sometimes, you know, we get caught in the middle of it and it's like, okay, we just think about going to work and then coming back home and sleeping and you know, just grinding through each day. And I am a huge fan, as you know, of building a business that fits your lifestyle as opposed to like squeezing your lifestyle in between your appointments and your work. So here we go. They're in no particular order. That's just the way that I wrote them down. Okay, so number one is clean eating. I don't know about you, but the first thing that goes out the door when I get super busy is the grocery list. And (laughs) thankfully, I have a husband who picks up the slack. He's a great cook. He's a great grill master. And he's actually a great grocery shopper as well. So we kind of make a good team, you know, with the ebb and flow of our different work schedules. But I try to ease my guilt by picking up Trader Joe's freezer meals because I feel like, okay, if we're going to eat a freezer meal, I'm going to pick one up that's like organic, healthy. I don't know. I feel better about myself when I shop at Trader Joe's. Um, So uh, the once I have slow time and once I really want to give my body that rest and that jump start is to reintroduce the healthy foods. So I, you know, get my veggies and fruits at the beginning of the week and I prep them and I cut them up because once they're cleaned and washed and prepped, I do eat them. But it is just the act of preparing them that is such a hurdle for me sometimes. So this time of year, I get back to my you know, food prepness. <laughs> and then I also bust out my cookbooks because I actually have a very impressive collection of cookbooks for somebody who does not cook. And I like to look at the pictures and I think, oh, it'd be so cool if I could be this person who makes these delicious looking recipes. So um, this time of year, I actually make the shopping list and I try some new recipes. So especially, you know, after we come out of the holiday season, I know most of us already feel this way where we're like, okay, if I have one more chocolate chip cookie. Well, I don't know. I still have my chocolate dish. I have like a dish of various chocolates by my side of the couch. <laughs> and I'm I'm still actually going to that like every night. But um uh, in you know, in addition to the the chocolates, I'm also adding the fresh foods. So maybe after the holidays, you know, we've been eating a lot of cheese and really rich foods and desserts and we're like, okay, give us a fresh start. So this could be the time of year where you not only try some new recipes, but maybe you find some great like lunches that you can take to go to work. I experimented with a few different new salads and one of them, ooh, found the copycat Balela salad. It's like the Trader Joe's Balela, I think that's how you say it, recipe. And it has like chickpeas and black beans and tomatoes and garlic and mint and parsley. And it is so good. And I I mastered that. So I'm like, okay, I know that I have a new lunch item to bring with me 
I'll have to have gum after I eat it because it's like very garlicky, but it is so good and it's a great little protein source. So that's what I'm talking about. I'm just finding some new little recipes that I can include in my routine even as things get busy. Um, like I said, my husband's a grill master, so he got some new like seasonings for Christmas. So we're figuring out like how to, well, I say we, if he hears this, he'd laugh. I'm not figuring anything out. Let's get real. He is, you know, trying out some new like chicken grill recipes and things like that, that we can easily prep for the rest of the year. So if it's been a while since you've had some good quality food and fueling your body in a good way, maybe take this down season to revisit your eating habits. You know, this is not a diet episode. Do not worry. Give your body some nice clean foods and enjoy the process of making the new recipes. I think that's a gift in and of itself. And I don't know about you, but I enjoy cooking when I have time for it. So maybe this is where you are in your season of life where you're like, okay, I have a little break and now I can maybe try some new recipes or bust out the Instant Pot that I bought you know, two years ago and finally start using it or whatever it is. So revisit those food habits and uh, give yourself some rejuvenation with what you eat and how you prepare it. Okay, I don't want to spend too much time on this point because later on this season, we do have a podcast episode with a specialist in this department, and she's going to tell us how, as seamstresses, we can incorporate movement to protect our bodies and our joints and all that stuff. So I'm just going to talk about resetting your body and mind by getting out the couch and moving. So that, for me, means turning off called midwife and walking out the door. This could be a walk around your neighborhood. If you're in the Midwest, it may be difficult for you to embrace this point. <laughs> and with your like sub-zero temperatures, maybe it could just be a quick, uh, you know, brisk walk around your yard. But for us, we recently moved to um, an area that's right up against Capitol Forest. In fact, I'm looking at my window and I see Capitol Forest right now. And we're like half a mile from some beautiful hikes and trailheads. And so my husband and I were like, we're finally going to do it. We're going to head to the trails and explore them. It only took us eight months to get there, but that was just a great way to like wrap up our year and you know, breathe in the scent of the ferns and the, the rain. And, and we went to like this beautiful waterfall trail. It was so nice. If you have something like that in your area, that could be a great way to embrace nature, just kind of clear your head. But, you know, moving your body just resets your body at a hormonal level. Okay. So we know, we know this, right? You've, we've all learned about how movement is so good for our soul, for our bodies, for our minds, for our emotions, and it kicks into gear that serotonin. So even if it's just like a walk around your neighborhood or a walk in the woods, if you have that luxury, some of you are already very impressive and you do have that gym membership that you use. Okay, maybe you have a gym membership and you haven't darkened the door in a few months because you've been too busy. So this may be the time that you gradually head back in there. Um, and again, this episode is not to, you know, guilt you into starting these like new resolutions and take better care of yourself. But if we can, I should I should phrase this as if we cannot incorporate these things that are really good for us during our slow season, how are we going to expect to incorporate them in our lives when we're really busy? right? So this isn't a guilt trip to like get to the gym, but more like, can we establish a healthy routine now that we can even partially include in our schedules as things get busy, you know, once the clients start pouring in? You can have like a walking buddy friend or pull up one of those like yoga instructional videos on YouTube. There's so many of those just to get your body moving. Um, I recently joined a Zumba class. I did Zumba, well, gosh, like in college. And then last summer I had a friend invite me and then, uh, 
I was addicted again. And then it started up again <laughs> in uh, the beginning of the year. I'm the type of person who it takes me like three or four solid weeks before I get the routine down. I have rhythm, but I do not have like the coordination. I, you know, enjoy the music. I love that I'm doing it with some friends. So it's very like low pressure to look good, <laughs> but it gets me out of the house. It gets me moving. It's once a week. It's really doable. And this is something that I know I can keep in my schedule, even as things get busy. Same thing with like walking in the woods by our house, right? It's, there's no immediate pressure. Like we got to get this walk done, but I know that it's there. Now that we've actually been there, I know how close it is to our house and it's accessible. And it's something that I can do when I need to blow off steam, when things are getting really busy come springtime or summertime, right? So however it feels fun and, and good for you, not, you know, pressure or uh, we don't want to cause stress with this, but get your body moving, you know, do some stretches, uh, walk around the backyard, whatever it takes. Okay, the next point is to embrace the creative side again. So remember that creative side of you that was thriving and then we started a business and then sometimes it feels like the, the business just sucks it out of us. So let's tune back into that creative side of ourselves and do something just for the fun of it. So this could be a sewing project. Um, I have this peacoat that I've been working on for like mm, 11 months and I'm like, I'm finally going to finish that thing. But it's fun because obviously it's not for a client. There's no deadline. It's just for myself. And many of you do love making clothes. And maybe that's how you even got into this industry. Kind of like me. Like I loved, like from when I was in high school, I used to love trying to drafting my own patterns and making clothing. So if this is you, get back into making something just for the fun of it. I also used to love quilting and I say used to, it's been a couple of years since I've quilted. And that's one of my goals for this year is to embrace quilting again and make time for it. And again, if I don't make time for it during my slow season, how am I expecting myself to make time for it once things get busy again? Your creative outlet could be obviously with sewing, or it could be something brand new. Like you want to like learn how to throw pottery or you have a painting project or you want to like redesign a room in your house or something that just gets those creative juices going again and helps you to think in color. You have a fun project literally just for the fun of it. And what this can do for your brain is just kind of get things moving again. And you think outside the box of just, you know, our white dresses that we work on. <laughs> that's good for us, right? So find a joy project, whether that's um, with your sewing skills or maybe another type of needlework, just something that you haven't visited in a while because you haven't had time for it and use this time to soak it up. And I think that's going to help just lead you into bridal season again, because you're going to have like this fresh start in your brain. I don't know. That's how I'm feeling when I'm working on my coat. Um, I also have, um, you know, I have like a pajama bottoms pattern that I love to make and like a crew neck sweatshirt. So some of these things aren't hard by any means, but it's just fun. And I have extra flannel and I want to make new pants or whatever. So it doesn't have to be like these big projects, but just things that just bring you joy and kind of uh, trigger that inspiration again, that creativity that again, like led you into this profession. So tune back into that. Okay, and the fourth and final idea for you to embrace your rest and rejuvenation is by learning something new. So this could be something new within your like business spectrum. Like you you finally want to learn how to set up that website or you finally want to learn that sewing skill that's always been a little tricky for you, but you haven't had the luxury of 
setting aside time to really master it. But now that you don't have clients or like deadlines, you can set that time aside to learn that particular skill. Maybe there's a course that you've been thinking about purchasing and you just haven't had the time to like sit down, watch the course, soak it all up. Now's the time to do that. If you join a membership, most of the time there are pre-recorded trainings that you can catch up on. So this would be a great time to consider that. Maybe you want to learn a new skill that has like nothing to do with work. It kind of ties into those like you know, just for fun, the creative projects, but maybe you've always wanted to learn how to, you know, paint with watercolors, or you want to improve your gardening skills, or this is the year that you want to, you know, grow some veggies from seed. I know that sounds crazy, but that's, that's what I want to do. Well, it sounds crazy for me because I've never done it. (laughs) But Maybe you're like, oh yeah, I do it every year. You know, so I'm trying to do some investigating of like how to, you know, plant the tiny little seeds and, and keep them by the window and before they're ready to go in my garden. Anyway, so whatever it is that you're thinking, oh man, I've always wanted to learn how to do that. I think all of us have these lists of things that we want to like learn or achieve. I don't know about you, but it's like one slow season goes by and it's like, man, I, I totally should have tackled that project or this is when I could have, you know, learned this thing or, or read that heavy book that I've been putting off or whatever. So this is the time to do it. And if it's just something for fun, for kicks and giggles, you know, use this precious time to embrace the new skills because I, you know, it goes by so quickly. And we, like I said, as much as we do want to embrace like the, the napping and the extra sleep, there is something that's so important about still stimulating your brain and you know, stimulating your body, like I mentioned with the movement or with the clean food, you know, this isn't just a time to, I guess, be lazy. I'm not calling you lazy. If like literally you need sleep, it's a time to nourish ourselves. And, you know, when you look at nature and when nature goes through wintertime, it looks dead in the outside. (laughs) Some of us do look dead in the outside. But what's happening underneath and within on the plants is like so much growth and stimulation and new life that's happening. And it's the same with us. You know, things are slow in the business, but what we can do for ourselves, whether it's what we put in our bodies to eat, how we're moving our bodies, how we're choosing to give our bodies rest, um, what we're doing for our brains. Are we doing fun things to spur that creativity or are we doing things to, you know, just trigger those neurons. I don't know, I'm throwing out my science jargon. But you know, when we learn new things, that is just so good for our brains. So all of these, and I know there are other things that I'm also missing, but these four ideas can just stimulate that growth on the inside so that once our clients start coming back in the door, once the schedules start filling up, we're not feeling like empty vessels that are just, you know, we've had extra sleep. It's like now we are refueled to gift to our clients, like the best version of us, the best version of our work, uh, the best version of um, our creativity, right? And it does take a little bit of effort in addition to that precious rest and sleepy time. (laughs) So I wonder if any of these ideas are going to resonate with you. Maybe it's something that you've already been thinking about and you're like, okay, this is the year that I'm actually going to, you know, do some of this stuff during my slow season. And I know it's different depending on where you are in the country, how long this season actually is for you. So I know here in the Pacific Northwest, it is a little bit longer because our spring starts later on the year. But I know others, especially in the East Coast, if you're in the South or the Southeast, I know that you have some traditions for like teenagers or high schoolers that have, you know, needs for like 
formal wear. I can't think of the name of it, but there's that. That's how foreign it is <laughs> for me, a Washington State girl. I'm like, I don't know what it's called, but I know it's kind of bougie. It's definitely an East Coast thing. Um, so you have that coming up in, I think, February. So, you know, for each of us, our rest seasons are going to be a little bit different. But I just hope that you take the time to take care of yourself. And it's going to look different for each of you. And like I said, I hope some of these are just great resources that you can take with you into that busy season. Just to even out the business and then your life, life, side of life. So I hope this list was an encouragement to you and that a couple of these things you can test out now and maybe take with you even as the year progresses. Before we wrap up, I wanted to thank one of our sponsors, Clover USA, for being not only a sponsor of our podcast, but also of our upcoming retreat. So thank you, Clover USA, for the quality products and notions that you provide for seamstresses and especially for partnering with us at Secrets of Bridal Seamstress. Okay, everyone, I hope you have a great first month of the year. If any of these things resonate with you, if you are uh, including them in your routine, please let me know because I'd love to hear back and hear just what met you where you were at today. Okay. Bye for now. Thanks for listening to today's episode. If you like what you heard, please subscribe and share this podcast with a friend. And if you're feeling really generous, leave a review. Thanks everyone.